How's it going? Thanks for joining. Good. Thanks yeah. for joining this week. Yeah. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it is Tuesday. Well, we can go ahead and kick things off. Cool. Um, welcome to this week's live Chisel Chat. Um, these are a quick 20-minute conversation between myself and someone else on the Chisel team to just provide you some quick updates and on tactics and strategies that you can use in your digital advertising campaigns. We definitely, as marketers ourselves, understand how much things can change um, even week to week. And I think as we're good, getting into the holiday season, now is no better time to talk about it. So as you can imagine, we're gonna talk about this year's uh, 2020 holiday shopping season. Um, I think as we're looking towards the end of the year, we know the season's gonna look very different. Um, traditionally, I think a lot of marketers and advertisers look at last year's or two years ago, the like trends of how consumers have shopped and all of that and the tactics that they've used um, to better understand and put together strategies for this year's um, holiday advertising campaigns. But this year is gonna look very different. Um, and especially when we look at, you know, like big, you know, uh, shopping days like Black Friday and Cyber Monday um, are going to be very different this year. And we kind of, you know, want to start the conversation on kind of where do you start? So this week I have Jay joining me to just better understand how you can prepare for the holidays. So okay. welcome, Jay. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, to kick things off, do you want to just tell me a little bit about yourself and yeah. um, what you do at Chusel? Yeah, no problem. So I'm a strategic account manager here at Chusel. So I work with a portfolio of clients of all different verticals uh, to help them with their campaigns, uh, either brand direct or agencies, uh, kind of a mixed bag of both there. Uh, so kind of a little bit strategy difference for each of those. But yeah, just helping them, you know, strategize, come up with all rounded solutions here and understanding what the things that we need to do, kind of what those goals are, and then turning that into an actual digital strategy to execute on our on our platform. Uh, so that's kind of a, a high level overview of, of what I do here at Chusel. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. So I guess to start us off, um, how are you, I guess, like, how are you helping your clients prepare for holiday season? Yeah, totally. So again, kind of, as you mentioned, really sort of educating a lot of our clients in terms of things that are going to be looking different this year. Um, you know, again, you definitely mentioned that a lot of people are going to be online shopping. There's going to be a lot of kind of an extended holiday shopping season this year uh, because of the way that we're, you know, kind of changed into this new normal here. So kind of getting them understanding that, understanding what that looks like, how that might change their strategies, when to start, where to start, what to start with, uh, things of that kind of nature. So really kind of giving that overall education piece is a lot of what we're doing and have been doing kind of leading up to about now. Uh, typically Q4 is, is kind of the, you know, go-to crazy season for marketing and for advertising. So really kind of preparing our clients, getting up to this portion uh, to understand what that looks like and, and to start early, start ahead, even just starting the thinking process of it uh, is really kind of the main gist of what we've been doing, at least what I have been doing lately. Cool. Um, yeah, so I guess that brings up my, I guess, like the biggest question that yeah. I always keep coming back to is like, when is the right time to start with holiday campaigns? I mean, now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I mean, we've already seen it on some TV ads, so. Yeah, um, we have. And sure. coming up, and again, that doesn't necessarily mean that you immediately have to jump into, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, things like that, that are going to be pushing towards the end, you know, New Year's that are kind of towards the end of the year. But we still have pieces like Halloween is coming up, Thanksgiving is coming up, you know, the whole back to school is still sort of up in the air. So there's still a little, you know, pieces of that that we can do. Um, I know that's technically not holiday, but again, kind of wraps up into this whole sort of, you know, last quarter, last third of the year that really is geared and focused in on these kinds of things. Um, so now is really the time to start. Um, Again, yeah, we've seen a couple of things already come through. I know like the Hallmark Channel is already even doing their, you know, 25 days of Christmas and starting to get that moving. So things like that are, are not uncommon. They're not unheard of. It's not a detriment to start early. And it's definitely something good to kind of build up that customer base, build up the recognition, build up brand awareness, or, you know, really kind of re-engaging past customers, past consumers, and people who are engaged in that vertical or want to you know, kind of segue into that. So it's it's definitely not too early to start. Um, I would highly recommend, you know, kind of jumping with something and, and getting the ball rolling so that people will recognize a month, two months, three months down the line, that name, that logo, that image, and kind of make those connection points. Yeah, I think, you know, now with so much of, I guess, the consumer experience being online, um, I think, like e-commerce and you know online buying is really gonna I don't think there's gonna be a dedicated time for it and <laughs> you know it can start all the way from now buying Christmas presents to you know those like 10 days before Christmas um and kind of those major seasons so like everything is blended together <laughs> during the shopping season yeah um, which makes it a unique struggle for all marketers yeah it does but again you're right but there will i'm sure be a, a mad rush kind of at the end and running up to those days or whatever that looks like here but it is extending you know we have the option to do that now and go and grab a couple of things and try to get ahead of time you know it's not just those early starters that are going to do it this year but i think it's going to be quite a bit more consumers kind of jumping on that bandwagon yeah i think consumers are going to do it you know both on the side of like they have the time um, but it's also, you know, one way to, I guess, like space out, um, you know, payments on things that you can, you know, space out your holiday gifts um, over a couple of months as opposed to wait till the last minute. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They can kind of spread that out. And again, that's another good kind of messaging tactic to be able to use as well of just alerting people like, hey, you know, you can spread out your payments here, make this a little bit easier in terms of not having everything hit all at once in a two week period. Yeah. Um, so what kind of strategies and tactics are you suggesting to your customers this holiday season? Sure. Um, well, definitely we want to look at, you know, a, a really good kind of cross channel strategy. So that's definitely something that we encourage. So making use of all the different types of tactics, the different types of creative that we can place. So, you know, mobile video display, connected TV, audio, things like that. We really want to kind of target across the span of available inventory that we have. Again, spreading brand awareness, making sure that you're targeting people at every avenue that they might be subject to an advertisement. Um, you know, and, and kind of more specific things that we've definitely noticed, like search retargeting is great in terms of an actual tactic. So going after audience segments of people who've actually searched certain keywords or phrases online, uh, that's really great to really kind of tie into that lower funnel, uh, getting people who are already interested in that vertical and, and hitting them with those ads so that, you know, it's, it's top of mind for them because they've already been searching for it online. 
um, you know, again, like intent-based third-party data. So again, going after those audience segments that you're looking for, um, you know, for somebody with a new car, auto intenders, kind of grabbing the make and model of that. Or again, if it's, you know, consumer product goods, you're looking after things like that in personas uh, or behaviors or, um, you know, demographics that might fall in line with somebody who would buy that product. Uh, so those are really great in terms of just honing in on the actual audience that you're looking for. Who's that ideal customer profile and, and matching that up uh, to use that. So we're going after the people who are more likely to actually kind of convert or get to that end result that we're looking for. Um, one of the other things that we've also seen a lot of is first party data. So CRM lists, engaging past customers, past consumers, reminding them like, hey, we're still here, we're open, we have these new products, or don't forget about this, or you engaged with us a year ago, you know, but re-bringing that brand and that name kind of to the top of their inbox, if you will. Yeah, I think that re-engagement strategy um, needs to fit across all those different channels, especially yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, it's really important. Um, so with so many people like working from home and being at home, like how important is like mobile in your overall targeting strategy this holiday season? It's important. Um, I mean, it, it's always important, but I think especially this time of year, it's, it's really going to have a pretty big impact. Again, I mean, yes, people are working from home, they have a laptop or they have a desktop, but I feel a lot of the times, especially with people kind of trying to create boundaries with working from home is like, okay, when a certain time stops to stop working, they shut their laptop, shut down their computer and don't want to look at it for until the next morning. So mobile is where they're doing the majority of their things in their off time. Uh, I know for myself, I go on Amazon a lot or do online shopping and 99% of that is on my phone. Um, so I think that that's really a huge thing to be able to tap into still. Uh, again, click rates and things like that are, are usually a little bit higher on mobile. So getting people engaged in that respect. Uh, again, we can still serve a lot of really great inventory on mobile and you know, in-app things. So it, it's definitely something that's really, really important. Um, you know, a lot of people of all age ranges are engaged on the, with, with their mobile devices. So it's, it's definitely increased steadily across the board. So it's not just young kids and um, what is it, Gen Z. But you know, <laughs> X, millennials, um, baby boomers, and up. It's it's really kind of across the board. Yeah, I think that's what's. I think the mobile kind of experience is probably the most interesting this holiday season, um, yeah. because typically you've used like geofencing and geoframing to like reach, you know, in I guess like in market shoppers or people that have like recently visited a store, um, whereas we're talking like just in general, like you just want to reach that consumer um, in their mobile environment because that's probably the best way to reach them while they're active, like in the buying mood. Mm -hmm. um, and I think just, you know, COVID and people being at home has really like, I don't know, really like increased the amount of behaviors that people are doing on their mobile devices and how much, you know, like even my parents are, you know, buying things on their phone and ordering <laughs> dinner via their phone, yeah. which like they would never in a time before this. So no. um, I think, you know, thinking of that approach and really including mobile in your strategy is, you know, super important. It is. Yeah, it's this whole COVID experience has greatly changed our behaviors in terms of shopping, in terms of what we do. And again, we don't really know what that's going to necessarily look like for everybody. But we do know that for the most people, people have access to those stores or to those restaurants or to 
X, Y, and Z that they're trying to go after or where they normally would go visit in person, they now have all of that access on their phone. So that's exactly as you're right, you know, what you had mentioned, it's, it's a really important targeting piece. Awesome. So is, I guess, is there anything we should think about in regards to like the amount of inventory that's going to be available this holiday shopping season? Should we have concerns or? You shouldn't necessarily have concerns, but I definitely think that there's things to think about in terms of creating those strategies and understanding what's going to be available. Um, obviously, things in Q4 tend to escalate a little bit because it's a high advertising marketing season. Uh, it's busy. People are all going after you know, some of that same inventory to really get those last pieces of, of marketing dollars out there and, and getting that brand awareness out there. Uh, this year is going to be thrown an additional curveball with political season. Uh, kind of coinciding with the holiday season as well. So for instance, you know, CTV is always a big one that we see kind of updates and changes in terms of CPM, in terms of available inventory. Uh, you know, political is is really heavy in that space right now, buying up a lot of that inventory, again, in the gear up towards the election here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So we have seen a lot of those rates, you know, in those CPM kind of portions increase. Uh, a lot of the inventory has decreased again just because of consumer demand. Uh, so things like that we definitely want to make note of and kind of keep in touch there and, and understanding what that looks like. Uh, we've seen some of that with audio as well just in terms of not having as, as much available impressions simply due really to political reasons and kind of them taking over a lot of that space with with big media spends. Um, you know, the other ones definitely, you know, display and, and video can go up a little bit as well here. Again, just demand. Uh, those ones usually are a little bit more, I would say, consistent, especially than, you know, compared to CTV or compared to audio. Um, but again, just understanding sort of what that looks like. You know, you're probably trying to go in and do as much marketing and much advertising this time as possible. Well, you know, so are a bunch of other people too. So sort of just bearing that in mind and understanding that this is a crush for everybody. It's a major push. It's a major, everybody, let's push all hands on deck and everything we can during this time period. Uh, so there are some things to expect in terms of you know, slightly increased CPMs, maybe a little bit less inventory. So kind of that's why we like to say start early, start now, take advantage of those lower CPMs before we really see those kind of turn in an upward direction um, so that we can kind of get a good chunk of this and, and get your, you know, up and running and, and get you on the ground running really to, to get these campaigns going. Awesome. So I guess going into my next question, like, so now you've had your campaign like up and running, like what are some tips um, that you have, I guess, right out of the gate? Yeah, well definitely, you know, making sure that we're pacing appropriately. That's usually one of the big things that's just a quick, at a glance, you understand what that looks like. Again, making sure that you're pacing at the right amount to not only just to serve in full, but then again, you really wanted to reach all those people and, and getting into that and engaging them with this brand or you know, with the awareness play or you know, more of a uh, conversion-based play, however we're kind of having it set up. Um, but again, you know, definitely looking at those, those pieces for pacing, you know, your win rate's gonna be really important in looking at that, uh, looking at your frequency, uh, and if you're underpacing, usually the two things that I recommend are let's let's increase that base bid. Uh, if you have to do your max bid as well, that also, but the base bid is really the one that, that gets us more aggressive on that auction. So that's going to be kind of the bigger push there. Uh, and then looking at our frequency. So making sure that we're serving enough while we have people. So you definitely want to increase. So if you're underpacing, increase frequency a bit. 
increase that base bid. Uh, again, looking at your win rate, making sure that you're getting enough of that inventory. Uh, if it's you know under 10%, you would want to also increase those that base bid and increase the frequency to get that up a little bit. Uh, we want to make sure that we're we're serving across as much inventory as that's available as possible, especially given going into Q4 that that things are gonna you know get a little bit more competitive. Awesome. Those are some really great tips. I guess, do you have any, to wrap things up, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I would say, you know, thinking about and being a little bit creative with your messaging in terms of those creative assets. So being really clear with your messaging, having a really clear call to action is something that's really, really helpful just in terms of directing those consumers of where you want them to go, what you want them to do, get them to the landing page that they need to be on, making sure that they know once they hit that, what they're looking for. Um, you know, getting a little bit, again, creative in terms of your messaging, using words that are maybe eye-catching, um, you know, a lot of things like Register for free is a really great one that I've seen a lot of success with. Again, the eye catches that free. And a lot of times we go into that and, and go after that. So kind of thinking about that and just in terms of the way you message your creative, um, don't wait, <laughs> you know, let's get it in there, get it in there early. So we can, again, take advantage of slightly lower cost and higher inventory. Uh, getting the ball rolling on your holiday season stuff is, is a good one. Um, and then, you know, understanding about having a well-rounded strategy. So going after those upper funnel you know, consumers, raising your brand awareness, bringing in new audiences, uh, bringing in people who may not be aware of what branding you're, you're trying to put out here. Uh, but then in addition to that, also still going after those lower funnel tactics. So search retargeting, retargeting, things like that, where you're getting those you know, low hanging fruit, if you will, people who are already engaged in that vertical, engaged in that topic, engaged with that brand, and re-bringing that up to the surface for them so that they, they have it as a top of their mind too. Awesome. Those are really great kind of takeaways. Thank cool. you, Jay. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for joining this week. You're welcome. Um, to wrap things up, um, we're going to be off next week for a live Chisel Chats, but you can tune in October 13th, and I'm going to chat with a member of our campaign management team to dig into more like optimization strategies you can use for your holiday campaigns. So digging more into frequency and pacing and all that good stuff. Um, also, if you have missed any of our previous shows, we've turned these into a podcast. Um, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast streaming service. And with that, I bid farewell. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Bye.